0: Episode of Alcoholitics. I am your host, Terrain Myrx. I am joined by my co-host, Katrina Myrx. Katrina, how are you?
1: All righty, how are you?
0: I'm all righty. We just played a little D and D session. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> when I say we, like three of us did, and you watched, and then you played at the end. Yeah. You, you get a check, and it was a good one.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got good charisma. Charisma
0: saving throw. Plus seven to that. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Um, how's it been going? What are you? <laughs> I'm trying to.
1: A tree fell on our pool. A tree
0: fell in our pool, which sounds like the most <laughs> like rich person problem to have. <laughs> a tree fell in the pool. We mm-hmm. are not rich, but that does. I hear it out loud and I'm like, that doesn't sound like it's slightly people-
1: over a month in the house. And we already had our first. Major, yeah, it was pretty ma- major.
0: Major, uh, 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 purchase like uh, not purchase, but major expense yeah. to remove a tree from our backyard that isn't even our fucking tree. wasn't
1: our tree, man. wasn't our tree. wasn't hashtag not, not weather, our tree. But it fell in our pool. Mm-hmm. It was annoying. We heard a loud crash.
0: We thought the cats did it. We
1: heard a loud crash, and we like it was it was night. It was like late evening. It was dark out. And we investigated. We're like, something fall in the house. We couldn't find anything. Went to bed thinking, maybe there's a murder in the house. When <laughs> we woke up and Terrain happened to look outside. I didn't notice
0: it. <laughs> now, the funny part is, like, you were in the kitchen, which With has... a giant window. Which anyone who listens to this who was at the party... <laughs> <laughs> Um, there was, we have a giant kitchen window that shows where our backyard is yeah. and shows everything in our backyard. And it's, there's literally a big ass tree.
1: Huge tree. <laughs> Huge Very tree. Very big tree.
0: In our fucking pool. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like it's clearly there. I go and I look out of the window. I didn't even look out of that one. I looked at a smaller window upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I go to, I saw that you were in the kitchen. So I'm like, you probably saw, right? And I thought it was weird that you didn't talk so to me about anxiety. it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was so weird that you didn't say a word to me about it, um, but because you didn't see that there's a giant tree in our nope. that's That was hilarious. I mean, it was less hilarious when we had to pay that money to get out. <laughs> that was less funny. Um, yeah. And I, I, very, I am now anti having to have insurance because what's the fucking point of it?
1: <laughs> well, when when a it, tree w- falls again tree and falls actually and structurally does damage to something,
0: structurally destroys part yeah. of our house, then yes, it will matter. But truly. Um, I
1: the, the cost to remove the tree was less than the cost of our insurance deductible, which is bullshit, is to. which
0: is fucking bullshit. No.
1: We don't have that high of a deductible. <laughs> it's just that, you know, it,
0: apparently it, it was so expensive money.
1: enough to be very annoying, yep. uh, but not expensive enough to not do it. hit our deductible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and definitely I mean I, we didn't have a choice like we had to pay somebody to get this. yeah, it tree turns out, out we pool. can't just
0: leave that tree back yeah. there, I don't think um and we're probably gonna have to pay because there's another part like there's
1: there's more trees that's not down. the
0: tree we thought would fall, which is a, sure. which is a big problem
1: yeah.
0: um, that's not the tree that we thought would fall. oh
1: man, I was watching them with their chainsaws. I, from what I see, holy shit,
0: please tell me you're not what about I to see. I can oh get like God. a little chainsaw and I could oh get like a God. pole
1: and duct tape it to the pole. Well, guys, and then I could get that tree <gasps> branch down. That's what it looked like they were doing.
0: Well, um, so I'm gonna need a new co host because my previous, uh, my, my current co host is likely to die by whatever, <laughs> like, I don't know what you'd call that, uh, chainsaw pole duct tape death. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. Whatever it is, so I'm gonna need a new co-host. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Um, uh, before we start the show, um, I was uh I was made aware that I made a grave error, and I wanted to address this. And look, it's important. It's important to apologize when you do something wrong. Okay, it's very important, um, because it shows that you're a you're a, a person that cares about facts and cares about uh, truth and. In the spirit of that, Alcoholics gravely regrets the error of when describing John Fetterman's outfit, never once using the word Dickies, which <laughs> which is truly he wears like dickies. Yeah. And and apparently throughout our description of it, we kept referring to it as like work shirts, I think. Or something. You did. I did. Well, you didn't say Dickies either. I, I
1: don't think I was talking about him. <laughs>
0: So this all right. is all you baby. And interesting. All right. Uh, cool. Well, I would like to apologize for not using the correct terminology of dickies. That was a mistake. It's a grave error that I regret. And I will definitely do better next time. Uh, moving forward. I know that John Fetterman wears dickies and mm-hmm. I knew the word dickies, but I just, I didn't say it because I didn't remember it at the time. Probably because I drink alcohol during this podcast, which for is sure. the point of it. For sure. Um, If you find that I make any more errors, feel free to just at me on Twitter about it. That's probably the best way to get. Hmm. (laughs) That's probably the best way. I mean, you could at the page uh, and let the lurker fucking deal with this. But. Yeah, they did. (laughs) Uh, You didn't say anything.
1: No, I just was watching you talk.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I regret the error I do apologize and we will as a podcast and as an organization uh just be better moving forward. No, we won't. No. We won't. We're going to make we're going to make so many more mistakes, guys. Yeah. I'm drinking like a big old fucking uh fishbowl of alcohol. I'm we're going to fuck up a bunch. <laughs> um.
1: Just to be clear. Mhm. I said you're always going to use those fish bowls just for regular drinks, and you're like, nah. But no. But that's what you're doing right now, right? This isn't a regular drink. It's not?
0: No. What would you define as regular?
1: A drink you would make in a glass.
0: I, could, I would make any drink in a glass. <laughs> any drink is regular, then.
1: Is it just vodka and the, the blue lemonade? No, there's think? also Sprite in here. Okay. Three things is okay.
0: Okay. I mean, unfortunately, it's just going to be Sprite and... The whatever, but that's because I ran out of the, and and there are cans, some cans, there are cans downstairs that I don't want to keep opening on the podcast. Who I, cares? I care because people it,
1: love hearing that liquid I, pour and that thing. can crash.
0: Here's the thing. I sort of agree, but I'm worried about how many of them I'm going to drink.
1: <laughs> I think <laughs> you would just pop one full can in a, in a fishbowl drink. Maybe. I'm just, I'm, that would be very I'm just
0: super concerned that they're going to hear it a bunch and be like, what the, f-? like. How many drinks is he having? Like, there's still a mystery of how much I'm drinking. Sure.
1: Except I guess you can, might be able to determine the size of your drinks by how long the
0: liquid. Firstly, that, that. No, making your lips look like a fish and then doing that sound again does not help. What do you mean? Um, But no, I, I don't think anyone's like, I, I just, I'm just trying not to come off as like. A guy who manufactured a reason where he gets to drink every weekend. Really, I'm trying not to come off as that. I'm an artist. You failed. This is my art, okay. I'm an artist. Got it. I am. I am a. I am a creative type, and my creativity spawned this show. (laughs) (laughs) And and it's not that I was like, oh man, I miss drunk conversations at the bar. I wish I could bring the drunk conversations at the bar home to me. That's not what this is. (laughs) Anyway, uh, sorry, that's too much of a peek behind the curtain. Fuck that. Let's get into the show. Uh, last Tuesday was an election day, uh, the most previous Tuesday, rather. I don't know. Let's sidebar real quick. When I say last Tuesday, if I wouldn't have mentioned election day, if I said last Tuesday, did you th- would you think it was the most previous Tuesday or the one after that, the one before that?
1: The most previous.
0: But we're still inside of the week.
1: It doesn't matter.
0: So like on Thursday, if I say last Wednesday, what would you say? What would you think it would be? I'd be confused. Yeah. This was a cool convo. Anyway, um, so we had um, an election. Uh, we had elections across the country. Um, municipal seats. There are some uh, governor uh, governorships open. Uh, sorry, governorships up. And, um, let's, do you want to start with the good news? Sure. (laughs) We had some, we had some good news. Um, some, um, uh, Michelle Wu was elected mayor of Boston. She is the first woman and first person of color to be elected mayor of Boston. We had Elaine O'Neill elected, um, mayor of Durham, North Carolina. First, um, woman of color to be elected, um, uh, elected there, um, we had uh, Ed Gainey um, in um, our home state of PA, elected mayor of Pittsburgh, first black mayor elected in Pittsburgh. Um, we had Alvin Bragg, Manhattan's first black district attorney that was elected, and we had like you know some of these historic elections across the across the um, country. So that in itself is a good thing. Um, that is that is great. Um, we. That's pretty much the extent of the good news. <laughs> well, okay. Um, we also have here in PA, there's a continued, um, they're continuing to count, um, uh, there's continuing to count our, uh, our election here. Um, and Commonwealth Court Judge, currently, um, you uh, two, people, two are elected and Lori Dumas is currently um, at, the, at this point, um, which we're recording this uh, late Saturday. Um, is ahead in the count um, to take one of those two seats. Mm -hmm. So that is good. That in itself, that itself is good. That's about the extent of the good news that Team Blue had. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's pretty much it. Um, Let's go over to the bad news. Um, PA courts, uh, the Democrats got pretty much shellacked there, aside from um, Lord Moss. We also have... um, uh, the the judges that were retained, like judges were retained, mm-hmm. Republican judges were retained,
1: including one that uh, no longer has a license to practice law <laughs> with the <a> bar.
0: <laughs> mm. Just to be clear, how cool is that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had um, a uh, uh, the uh, Virginia elected um, Glenn Youngkin to uh, be the next mayor. Uh, sorry, the next governor of Virginia. Um, uh, beat uh, Terry McAuliffe at this point by about two points. Um, uh, again, they're still kind of counting, so this could either narrow or get a little bit wider, but not not necessarily going to be too much from there. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, a pretty close race there. Um, New Jersey, um, though, the Democrats didn't lose the governor's mansion there. They uh, eked out a win um, with about like like about two points again um separating uh Phil Murphy who previously won by like 14 points. Um that's pretty that's pretty not great news. Also in the state of New Jersey, this is just an interesting story to me. Um Steve Sweeney was the president of uh, president of the Senate, um the New Jersey Senate lost his race to a truck driver who spent $153. Mm-hmm. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the money was only spent on flyers and Dunkin' Donuts. That's just that's just wild. <laughs> like, like, I I don't like that, but I also think that's one of the most interesting stories out of this. Yeah. Is that this guy beat one of the most powerful people in the New Jersey legislature with $153 mostly spent on donuts. <laughs> Um, Katrina, you had said something about uh, Texas passing um, constitutional amendments. Can you tell me a little bit about that real quick? Yeah, I believe. um,
1: Let me pull open my phone back up. I believe you said it was eight. Yeah, they passed eight constitutional amendments, um, two of which had to do with uh, COVID restrictions. So one of them says that uh, you can't stop religious institutions from doing anything for any reason. So cool. Cool. Good. And the other was that, um, anyone in like a nursing home, long-term care situation, uh, will appoint one person and that person cannot be denied visitation for any reason,
0: any reason, any reason. Interesting. (laughs) So,
1: um, (laughs) yeah. And I think the real takeaway is they passed eight, eight amendments to their constitution. Mm hmm with only nine percent of registered voters showing up in Texas so I I just think that's insane like and that's all and and to be fair it's nine percent of registered voters mm-hmm. like as a percentage of the state population that should be voting it's probably <laughs> very very low mm-hmm. like yeah and I kind of think that's kind of symbolic of everything that happened it's like
0: mm-hmm. well and and let's uh before we get into why yeah. things were so bad another another um in in Minneapolis a ballot measure to replace mm-hmm. the police department with um, a public safety department um lost at the ballot box 5644
1: and and isn't that didn't they already vote to replace disband? the police de- like like they had made a vote to I believe like banned and then now they're going now back
0: that, yeah I think that is I think that is the case yeah
1: which is probably again to do a voter turn like mm-hmm. yeah
0: well let's let's actually let's get into it let's get into um that uh there there are so many questions about why things were bad for mm-hmm. um, Democrats so let's we can kind of go through it Piece by piece, like like bit by bit, mm-hmm. um, what we th- like what we think it is, um, and you know, go that. so so. Let's start with with voter turnout. Are or do you think that that is the main problem? I, I throughout. I think
1: yes. I actually do think the main problem in any off year election is voter turnout, um, and, and I think even in like a state like Pennsylvania that at this moment doesn't have um big restrictions on voting and currently is still allowing mail-in voting for any reason i still think we haven't had an extremely low voter turnout for this election i think it was something uh, around 35 percent. i don't think the full numbers are in at this point but of registered voters yeah so when that's it's just incredibly i just think the less people that vote the worse we do i think that's Pretty factual on brand for Democrats. So,
0: so I wanted to talk. So, so I think that might be the case with some places, but in Virginia, mm-hmm. there were more people. In fact, uh, Terry McAuliffe got like two hundred thousand more votes than I think when he pre, either when he previously ran or or than Ralph Northam when Ralph right. Northam. Right.
1: But the governor in Virginia runs in off years. Right. But- so, which which is kind of frustrated i i just i don't know it's
0: (laughs) i I think that i think that that makes sense and that makes sense in a way but if we're talking because we
1: compare it to what happened last year with biden's election right that's like oh what what a lot of the comparison is too it's like oh but it swung biden 10 percent, and then there was this big swing the other way but i think if you compare the voter turnout it doesn't match up to what there was for the general. So,
0: if you, de- if you, I agree that if you, if you compare voter turnout to an elect, to a presidential yeah. election year, mm-hmm. it's going to be much lower. Mm-hmm. That's very, very mm-hmm. true. However, more people in this Virginia governor's race voted than, than in previous Virginia yeah. governor's races. Like, like, I, I think one of the, th- one of the things that I read was that, like, the, 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 Turnout, uh, the turnout uh, thought process of like the conventional wisdom that if more people turn out, that's good for Democrats. That might not be completely true, and Virginia kind of showed that where mm-hmm. uh, uh, Terry McAuliffe got a bunch of people to turn out, but Glenn Youngkin also got a lot of people to
1: turn yeah, out. Yeah, uh,
0: like Glenn Youngkin p- fucking uh, up that turnout factor. He was able to get not only like moderate Republicans, but also the the Trump base to
1: turn mm-hmm. out. Oh yeah, I think that's. it's funny because even at the height of Trumpism, even the people who went and stormed the Capitol, some of them didn't go vote. Some of them got elected,
0: though. Some of them Mm -hmm. didn't go vote in. Some of them didn't vote in the uh, 2020 presidential Mm -hmm. election. But some of the people who uh, some of the people around the country, this is also a a bad result that I didn't mention. Some of the people who uh, stormed the Capitol were elected into public office (laughs) in this fucking election cycle. Cool. <laughs> um, like I'm sure that feels good to know, right?
1: <laughs> but but like what I'm saying is, I kind of think that actually Trump losing and he, despite all odds, like the the election hoopla, and and Youngkin being supported by Trump, I could mm-hmm. see those Republicans who normally don't go out and vote actually making the effort to come out mm-hmm. and vote, especially because of all the attention that this race got. Yeah. Because this was the only real important race that people were talking about. Important in air quotes right there. <laughs> um you know, I I could see the Republicans wanting to really give a show of mm-hmm. yeah. force basically. Yeah. Um, and
0: I mean, we we had said we said multiple times on the podcast that like if uh the Democrats lose lose this specific race, we are in for Um, just absolute Mm. hell when it comes to media coverage. We're we're in. We're like gonna have to deal with some of the dumbest fucking, uh, dumbest fucking uh uh, coverage and takes that we have seen for a while. We're already
1: seeing fallout.
0: Literally before the election results, before the election results, I fucking Chris Saliza of CNN did one of those fucking cool things where he's like. Uh no winner lose, Glenn Youngkin's the winner tonight. And it's mm-hmm. like, what the absolute fuck? Like this is just truly what happens all the time. Um I and unfortunately that. he won, so he is the winner.
1: I saw an something on Twitter, um an article that had been written, I don't remember which it was a major mm-hmm. uh media network. Uh, or at least political network Mm -hmm. that wrote that because the results in New Jersey were so close, does that mean that Phil Murphy has to govern as more of a moderate? And the person who, (laughs) the person who shared it was like, you will never see this written about Yunkin. Never. Never.
0: Mm-hmm. Yunkin Very barely won. Results. Just should Yunkin should Yunkin govern as a moderate? Is he go- like that is Not that, even a question. Not even a fucking question. They don't get the same they don't get the same questions. We're the ones who have to be the responsible people and they're the ones who get to if they win do whatever fucking crazy shit they want to and they're not questioned at all about mm-hmm. it. And it's really annoying and I'm really I'm just like I'm so sick of this like myth of like the the liberal media is letting Democrats get away with. What are we getting away with? <laughs> like, what are we? We don't get to get away with shit. We get so much scrutiny. It is absolutely annoying. But let's let's move back to talk about the fact that we got shellacked by voters. Um,
1: I I I, I just want to say I do. I still think turnout is number one. I just think in mm-hmm. Virginia, Yunkin turned out Yunkin voters, and we didn't turn out enough Democratic voters.
0: I think we turned out a lot of Democrats. I,
1: I'd love to see the number comparison to, to the general election. Oh, because I, I, I just, I'm, I really think it's a big problem that people don't, you know, come out and like. But we're not. Elections gonna... happen every single year, not just every four years. I agree with <laughs> it's that. It's so but, frustrating. But
0: but we have to concede the fact. We have to concede the fact that there is never going to be a time where.
1: Let's um... mandatory voting. <laughs> To make everybody fucking vote i
0: agree i look i'm not i'm not against that it's
1: insane <laughs> and obviously texas is different because they've passed a bunch of restrictive voting laws but nine percent of the registered voters not just the population mm-hmm. should not be making changes to a constitution like that's that's just insane to yeah be. that's it's that's just not insane <laughs>
0: I agree that that I agree that that itself is very very bad that that nine percent of people um make that decision that's that's very bad that on its on on any on any spectrum that is absolutely awful and not helpful for like it's just bad let me give you the number here so um in um 2020 um counted votes in the uh the in uh, for the presidential election uh for Virginia specifically you had 4,460,524 people i'm using wikipedia right now mm-hmm. so just let's so that we know where i'm getting these numbers from mm-hmm. um as of right now according to wikipedia because i just wanted to you know yeah. um keep it yeah uh, yeah. uh according to uh, so there uh, looks like um a, a the current count, and this is subject to change because they're still counting, um, 3,274,108. So, and, and
1: what's the margin?
0: The margin itself is about 1 point. I'm just going to ballpark it here. About 1.2-ish million less votes overall.
1: No, no, no. I meant what was the margin between Yunkin and...
0: Oh, the margin. Be- oh, okay. Um, uh, uh Sorry. Yunkin is currently leading by about... Two points is that what you're asking youngkins numbers like
1: like we're saying there was a one point two as of right now, one point two million people didn't vote, so.
0: Oh, how, how oh. much did he win by? How many people? Oh, how much did he win by? I mean, we're looking at like less than 20,000. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so turnout, you know, if Wait, it wait, was... wait. No, we're
0: not. Hang on. I'm. Hang on. Let me. I can't you gotta look, do some math. I can't fun. look at these. <laughs> I didn't know this was going to happen. You did it.
1: You did it. I didn't know. I was t- just making my point without any. F- Factual numbers or anything.
0: <laughs> um, okay. So, everyone bear with me. Katrina, you need to vamp while I do some math. Uh, keep going do, about your do, point. Do, nope, do, that's do, not do, what I mean do, by vamp. <laughs> 72, <laughs> about 72,000 votes. 72,000. them, yes. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's more yes, I agree in this in this context. We can't say we
1: can't say what percentage of those people would have voted Democrat or Republican, but
0: but we can't say such that such
1: a large swing from last year. Yeah, ten percent. When uh, I mean at at its face, these uh, cultural issues were still yeah. you know were basically the same. I, I can't imagine that turnout was not a culprit
0: here. Yeah, a I, big one. I, I, Democratic turnout. I will say yes. I and and agreed. In 2020, uh, Biden won by like 10 points, right? And,
1: and I do think there's, you know, turnout, but also the candidate is responsible for that turnout,
0: mm-hmm. right? And Terry McAuliffe, let's 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 move on to the yeah. like, like from what and I know that you weren't like paying heavily like heavy attention to Terry McAuliffe. No, campaign. but
1: what I saw wasn't fucking wouldn't have encouraged me to fucking vote. Did you watch him dance I after didn't. he lost? No,
0: Terry McAuliffe uh, spent a lot of time dancing on the campaign trail, and I'm not saying that you, you know, look dance like nobody's watching, but specifically for Terry McAuliffe, stop dancing. We're all watching. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like it is. It was. It's. <laughs> I, I was. I I thought that Terry McAuliffe seemed to be running against Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. He called Glenn Youngkin Glenn, Glenn Trumpkin, like he, uh, he continuously like likened. Uh, Glenn Young to Trump. to
1: do the Joe Biden thing pretty much.
0: Well, Joe Biden was lucky enough that he was actually running against Donald Trump. Right. So he could say that. and yeah. It made sense. Um, whereas Terry McAuliffe seemed to be running against Donald Trump. And like, and, and on its face, it's not a bad strategy. Voters just rejected Trump by 10 points like the previous year. Mm-hmm. And you got a guy who's got a Trump endorsement. Um, it makes sense to like, be like, they're the same guy. But, Glenn Youngkin doesn't come off as, like, a Trumpian uh, figure. He's like, I'm just a mild-mannered guy in a vest and, you know, me. I'm like, I'm chill. And I just want to, you know, get rid of critical race theory.
1: (laughs) I think they're, like, from the limited coverage I saw, mm -hmm. I will say it was like McAuliffe was running against Trump, basically, or running against Youngkin. And Yunkin was actually running for his ideas. Mm-hmm. I, I heard a lot more about Yunkin's ideas
0: than I ever did about McCullough. But to be fair, the one of the... Like, They're terrible Junkin's ideas. ideas. No, here's, here's the thing. Some of them aren't bad. <laughs> He's, let, me, let me let me let me make something clear. Go ahead, Bim. <laughs> let me make something clear. He's got some sort of like um. He, I'm trying to remember what it was, but he he didn't add about it, and it was a good policy that he didn't add about, and that was important. I can't remember what the policy is. I'm gonna have to look it up, and so I will. Um, just say this and then let you respond while I look it up. Um, But he also like his main things at the end was let's lean into this culture war bullshit Mm -hmm. and let's make sure that we, um, you know, try to, let's ban critical race theory from, uh, let's ban critical race theory from, from Virginia public schools when it isn't being taught in Virginia public schools.
1: But even, even though that was his, the main thing, that's at least, running for something yeah it's not about running against like something else he was running for this idea of parents having control of their children's education and absolute bullshit but like mm. i still think I, everything i saw from McAuliffe was running against it, it wasn't anything about his own ideas and, yeah. and stuff that could help you know the families of Virginia.
0: No, I, I think I, I think I agree with that um, completely. I absolutely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that I, he definitely like he tapped into like if you look at exit polls, which as of right now aren't like you know not great right now, just because apparently you know immediate exit polls after elections often get revised, mm-hmm. so you kind of take what you have with a grain of salt. But education became like a huge issue for um uh, for voters where they that was one of their like that was one of the top things that they were (laughs) the reason they were voting Mm -hmm. and they were like like the yunkin campaigns lucky enough that they got fucking uh terry mcauliffe on a fuck uh, on a debate stage like it was saying parents shouldn't have any input in what their kids are learning which on its face isn't a terrible like isn't Necessarily untrue, but in an election is a terrible thing to yeah. say. <laughs> like, um, and so he's like, Terry McAuliffe wants your kids to go to school and learn that uh, white people are bad, which mm-hmm. again isn't curricula that's being taught within uh, Virginia public schools, but it didn't stop a bunch of people from fucking believing in it anyway. Like, That was one thing I wanted to talk about. I think in this race, and I I know that we're spending a lot of time on this race, but truly it's because it got like all sorts of fucking coverage. It was like the only race that mattered. We didn't really get a lot of what was going on in New Jersey because, you know, it was, we were all too busy being like sucked into this fucking Virginia gubernatorial uh, vortex. And like, what, like, I'm trying to. (laughs) I, I do think that like with this, they were able to gin up so much controversy of, and 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 create like this this divisive like culture war bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a huge. I think that was huge for them. Yep. Like like you, they had to make gains in like suburbia. Yeah, and they did. If you look again, exit polling. <laughs> like I think that I think that it showed that um you know they're well actually not just exit polling like actually like where votes were he. Beat Trump numbers in in certain places, which is what he had to do. But he also beat um, like expectations in you know blue places where like the suburban population decided that they were going to switch and go back to go uh, go to uh, Glenn Youngkin when they previously supported Ralph Northam and previously supported Joe Biden. mm mm-hmm.
1: I, Yeah, I I think that's how accurate it's just it's it's incredibly frustrating mm-hmm. obviously what do you
0: how do democrats message against uh racial animus what do we do <laughs> how do we how do we beat racial animus <laughs> because truly well the I problem don't know is if, we should
1: the, be teaching in schools that white people are bad but <laughs> it's like uh, we can't say that because apparently it doesn't work i mean um, like that's the, that's the problem
0: that they the,
1: it's, i think you know what would have helped maybe getting more of the black vote out Instead of the suburban white moms who are afraid of this, mm-hmm. like, what what was uh, McAuliffe doing to target the black voters in Virginia? Uh,
0: not dancing. That wasn't <laughs>
1: right. His <laughs>
0: dancing it made me want to vote for Glenn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's it's uh, yeah yeah it's hard. It's it's I I don't know what we do because, um, you know we tend to lose support with those people we need to get elected mm. when we talk about racial issues and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to say we shouldn't talk about racial issues. They're fucking important. Yeah. Um,
0: that's like the two, that's the double edged sword, right. right? Like it's an incredibly important thing that, uh, that a lot of the white population doesn't want to like, doesn't want any part of, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's an incredibly important issue. They don't want to be a part of it. And When we talk about it, it turns them off. But it's an incredibly important fucking thing, Mm -hmm. and it needs to be addressed. In order to continue to address other issues in our in our country or in you know, specific states, like that's just that's just the facts. yeah, and the fact that we kind of have to, like tiptoe around this because if we if we talk about it head on, we lose we lose the interest right. of voters yeah. is pretty fucked up.
1: I would like to say, <laughs> you know, i I do think the candidate was not good, and the messaging was not good. But I want to also like, something I think we don't do a lot because uh, it's not helpful, but I blame the voters. (laughs) (laughs) I put blame on the voters who fall for this bullshit and, and you know, Mm -hmm. don't think critically and everything. I, I, I blame you too. You get blamed.
0: <laughs> so, like, yeah, I, I do think, like, there are people who aren't, like, you know, necessarily politically motivated. And there aren't people who are, like, as, like, who are as plugged in or informed. And they're pretty... Susceptible to this yeah. kind of like stuff. I'm trying to use. I'm trying, to, <laughs> trying to. In case I have a run for office, I don't want a bad quote out there that's like voters are fucking
1: stupid. Oh, honey. <laughs> I think if they go back far enough, they will certainly find that.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but no, they, they, they. Uh, people are super susceptible to this kind of like, mm-hmm. this kind of racial animus. Um, this kind of like fear mongering. And they're, and they're like, well, I can't allow that to happen. That's why school board meetings are really fucking wild right now. Yeah. Like, that's why school board meetings are like the Thunderdome. <laughs> because they, they've been tricked into being like, you're trying to put a mask on my child? That's equivalent to the Holocaust and i say that because a lot of these people are saying that it's equivalent to the holocaust so it's kind of like how do you how do you talk to this person right like how yeah. do you convince this person and and again in 2020 we had them in 2017 in virginia we had them what what changed over this year that is so So you're and, and, so you're saying apparently like
1: apparently critical race theory big trigger for these fucks like <laughs> seriously so <laughs> i really i think i think it's the dumbest thing mm-hmm. to anyone who knows anything this is the equivalent but of the caravan they're so susceptible like they're way more susceptible to this than they are the caravans they're still doing the caravans and that doesn't seem to have the impact it does anymore. it's not gonna have
0: that impact in virginia i would I yeah. imagine yeah oh. <laughs> it, it only it only has it in border states like think. it only has it in border states like iowa yeah
1: exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's
0: uh, what, a, what so so i do i do agree that turnout is incredibly important getting people to turn out is very mm-hmm. very important especially in in a year of like 2021 pick just pick a candidate, we just like, had, i i i do
1: it's biden what? was such a non-interesting Canada. Like for for a lot of us, but I do think he did have appeal with middle class, middle of the road voters. He I mean, did. Terry he did McAuliffe have appeal.
0: Ap- but Terry no. had an appeal at some point. He was elected governor. Sure.
1: <laughs> I don't think he to like anybody this time around i think you just need to pick somebody with more charisma more interest like you need to pick somebody who's actually going people want to go and vote for not just want to go vote against like if you're going to do
0: that's easy to say but it's difficult to do I think it's very easy to it's say. It's difficult
1: to do because Democrats pick their candidate, and mm-hmm. they tend to pick a boring fucking person. Yeah. yeah. So it's, uh,
0: do you think? So let me let me pivot to this. Do you think? And, and I I know I, I feel bad for people who are listening to this. and are like, PA had elections too, and you guys are from that state. Why don't you fucking talk about them. Um, they're sad. They're all sad. Everything's sad except Lori. Lori might not be sad. <laughs> so hooray. Um, but I mean, what do you PA. About-
1: it's just frustrating that. With the availability of mail in voters for Mm -hmm. literally everyone, Mm -hmm. we are only getting 30 to 40% of people vote. Like, people just don't care. And it's so.
0: It's frustrating. It's it's frustrating. frustrating.
1: Because, you know, the organizers are out there busting their ass, trying to get people to vote and Mm -hmm. working day and night, uh, trying to get people to care about these off year elections. Mm -hmm. And. It's all you have to do is sign up online to get a mail-in ballot.
0: Yeah, it's not that it's not difficult. You can
1: do it whenever you want to send it back. Like you don't, you know, you don't have to go on a Tuesday, make time for it. You mm-hmm. get it in the mail weeks up ahead of time and send it back at your convenience or drop it. Like mm-hmm. it's it. I I'm just very frustrated, not only with the people who voted like idiots but the people who didn't vote who had the ability to do so easily like you gotta take responsibility like this affects everyone Mm -hmm. all of these things affect everyone even if you're not seeing it right away yeah and you
0: like i feel bad for virginia uh, for many residents of virginia who like don't know the underlying super right-wing shit that fucking glenn youngkin is planning on doing Mm -hmm. that he on numerous uh like on numerous times was caught saying he was going to do yeah like rid of <laughs> rid, the, rid the state of abortion like that's something he has in a plan that he's like i can't say that out loud like
1: and ab- it, it, it makes me very worried for our state next year mm-hmm. i i'm hopeful that because it's not an off off year it's just a Oh. It's off here it's midterms Midterms. i'm hopeful the turnout will be better
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it, it it's scary it's well, obviously scary
0: let's uh, talk uh, specifically uh Terry do you think that now i listened to um in the most recent pods of america they had danica rome um uh, Del- uh like one of the from the virginia legislature um she won her seat uh, mm-hmm. She won re-election to her seat, um, and she. One of the things that she had said was, you know, she continues to run on local issues. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it is potentially uh, diffi- uh the, the one of the potential reasons that um, there wasn't a win in Virginia is that they uh, he seemed to focus nationally rather Absolutely. than rather than locally.
1: Yeah, I I think, and the media was also focusing nationally, mm-hmm. which probably wasn't helpful either. I think that's absolutely true. Yeah. The more you focus on the issues that are very relevant to your state, the mm-hmm. more people in your state are actually gonna be in tune with it. Right. And I hope that PA Democrats take that message mm-hmm. and think about that. Yeah. I don't want for- I don't want to see campaign messages about don't Texas my Pennsylvania. Yeah.
0: Hey like- can we just do a real quick sidebar about don't don't Texas uh, don't Texas our Virginia? Let's do a real quick sidebar about that. When you're a party that is desperately trying to win the state of Texas, (laughs) I'd argue that a very bad plan would be to use Texas as like the punching bag for another state you're trying to win. I don't think it's helpful. I think it's kind of stupid and just not. Conducive to trying to eventually win Texas. Because when every time Kamala Harris was like, don't Texas my Virginia, it's like, you know, that you're going to have to, like, you know, we're going to campaign in Texas, right? And they're mm-hmm. going to be like, hey, remember when the vice president talked shit on us? Right. <laughs> like, it's not helpful. I don't think it's helpful at all. And no. I, I'm not saying that, you know, I'd argue that sometimes our country has the memory of a goldfish and it's possible that we'll forget. Uh, but we kind of live in a, we live in an, in in uh, Informational era that like tweets don't go away, mm-hmm. so prepare for those tweets to pop up in in Texas when um, uh, when Matthew McConaughey is trying to unseat <laughs> <laughs> unseat Abbott as 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 a Democrat.
1: Can I also say that I think anytime <laughs> we see polling ahead of an election, we should just like add three points to the Republican side.
0: Yeah, I mean, because well, over the last, let's be clear though, this one was pretty. Close. It was it, it,
1: close, but leaning. Ha-
0: Yunkin. Nope.
1: I thought it, you told me it was uh,
0: n- not not before the not before the election. Like I, I had told you, there was a there was a poll that came out that that moved the that moved the needle on what it was, and the question was whether it was an outlier or whether it was indicative. Yeah, you said what, it
1: was like eight points. It was
0: like yeah, point. it had it had um, Yunkin up eight, but it changed the it changed the um um the averages and put Yunkin slightly ahead on average. Mm. Um, in the in the aggregates. And that, that was for like, you know, uh, 538 and RCP uh, both had on Election Day, Yunkin with a slight like with a within a like like a percentage point edge as the average. So I still
1: think we should just give a few <laughs> points to Republicans and go with that.
0: But why? But California recall. That was off in in the in the terms of it said Democrats were gonna eke out one or it was like it didn't have sorry no it it did change near the end that it had Democrats blowing them out but still it wasn't even close to the uh, the amount that it was mm-hmm. so polling is just awfully bad, bad recently okay. yeah <laughs> it's just incredibly bad and there are various reasons as to why it could be that way I do not know I mean um, one
1: of them is. People don't answer their phones anymore. People
0: don't answer their phones. Some people just don't answer polls. Honestly,
1: (laughs) we're just like,
0: I don't want to be bad
1: sampling. I think Mm -hmm. is a big thing to do with it. Yeah, with the new, just the way things are done now.
0: Yeah. So polling's bad. Um, (laughs) What I'm trying to think of, like other uh, other reasons we might have seen this, like, so let's talk about his. Let's talk about historical, right? Historically, these are two races that the Democrats were and I, I before before we get into it, I am bringing this up because historical context is also important when it comes to political races, right? So, I'm bringing this up not as an excuse as to why Democrats lost, but as just a continued context of um our elect, like our, our elections in the country. Okay, so I'm not I'm not giving Democrats a pass because of this. I am saying it because this is true. So, with that in mind, um, these two races were two races that Democrats historically would have lost, right? Um, Phil Murphy won re-election. That's the first time the Democrat uh, that a Democrat did that in New Jersey since like 1977. Isn't that insane. That is fucking crazy, right? That's insane. <laughs> a that's- Democrat
1: has not won re-election in 50 plus years.
0: In New Jersey.
1: In New Jersey, <laughs>
0: as governor, that's uh,
1: crazy. Bad. Yeah, that's, that's wild. Bad.
0: Um, bad. Virginia, another. Uh, it's a uh, the when the democrat when a democrat democratic president or when the opposite member party president is in power, the um opposite member um candidate usually wins. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Terry McAuliffe was you know one of many to uh, suffer this fate. Now, I say that. Because it does provide some sort of context for our elections. However, it also reminds us that um, the next phase of this <laughs> is midterms, which also go negatively for the party mm-hmm. in the White House, right? Mm-hmm. And the last time we had something like this, um, the <laughs> our party um, under Barack Obama in 2010 lost, was it? Sixty-five seats. So many. Um,
1: because you have to add in the redistricting on top of the yeah. regular midterm mm-hmm.
0: bullshit. Yeah. So, oh historically, this is this is not fun. Right. Like that that truly is historically it's it, it's, it's bad. Which kind of just puts a focus on the fact that like there's work to be done. Yeah. <laughs> we have to try to um you know we have to try to outrun this history and 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 win in this history now with these states as you said earlier um one of the things that we cannot blame is access to voting the states that currently that curr- that, that, that the states that are in this uh, cycle have some of the most like uh voter friendly laws for virginia specifically mm-hmm. uh voter friendly laws uh, in order to make it uh so that make voting accessible to um a, a whole hell of a lot of people in 2022 you're not gonna guess you're not gonna get that everywhere yeah you are you're literally going to be talking about like um you know races in Georgia where they are doing their best to make sure that l- less people can vote in a very important election where they have to figure out if they're gonna have Raphael Warnock uh the current senator and a dope ass motherfucker, versus Herschel Walker <laughs> oh my a God. Texas resident um oh, <laughs> so we're <laughs> So we're looking at we're looking at having to try to defend this along with voter suppression. Um, yep. Uh, so
1: hey, that's okay. We can just out organize them. We right? can out organize voter suppression. You guys ready to
0: out organize voter suppression? Let me hear you say. How do you hey, organizers yeah. like that? <laughs> God, y'all love it.
1: I mean, I, they did. Uh, they did. I think this week vote on the uh, John Lewis voting. Uh, Act and it got filibustered immediately. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Um, so
0: cool. Yeah. Um. So so these are these are the obstacles that we have coming that have going forward. So uh-huh. with that in mind, I ask you, Katrina, and we can talk specifically about PA because PA has some pretty important races yeah. coming up in Crucial. 2022. We Crucial. also had very important races in 2021 that we did not win, except for Lori, maybe. <laughs> um, uh, but. Talking uh, in 2022, what are the what are the things that uh, in order to in order to run uh, and and win? What are the things that Democrats need to uh, do not just not just in our state, but potentially nationally? I I ask be, uh, regarding maybe some um, infrastructure bills that are that are chilling. <laughs>
1: Chilling or been passed after it's too late to do anything (laughs) about the previous election. But before it's clear that we'll be able to pass the bill that we want to actually get things done that are in, you know, Biden's agenda. So... Do you want to... Cool strategy there. Um.
0: <laughs> so we got uh, <laughs> what what she said, which was confusing as hell.
1: Was it? Yeah, a little I think bit. if you know what I'm talking about, it's not. All
0: right. But all right. Anyway, um, uh, one of the... Uh, uh, sorry, the House passed um, the uh, bipartisan infrastructure bill um, that was uh, previously passed and was, uh, you know, use, being used um, as, like, uh, you know... Essentially, leverage. leverage for the Build Back Better agenda, which I argue is the responsible thing to do. Yes, uh, because the stuff in in BBB is incredibly important. And like, though I think infrastructure spending is is great, um, we also absolutely desperately need not just what's there, but more mm-hmm. um, from Build Back Better. I but. After the shellacking that Democrats took on Tuesday, it looks like um, the House wanted to um, get Give some win. good
1: news.
0: <laughs> uh, the House wanted to get a win um, for the Biden administration to potentially try to turn around the um, oh, bad narrative that's, that's happening here, which is we're getting our asses cleaned by um, Republicans at every turn, mm-hmm. uh, and we're also getting nothing done. Um, So they passed the bipartisan uh, infrastructure bill. It it went uh, passed by a 228 to 206 vote. Um, 13 Republicans joined Democrats and six, uh, six Democrats, um, Members of the progressive uh, progressive caucus voted against it um, for for what I would argue is very good reason. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no reason to trust the moderate Democrats or the centrist Democrats to pass things and, and build back better. And there's no reason to trust that they won't walk away from the table now that the bill, now that the bipartisan infrastructure bill is passed. Yep. Um, so <laughs> what do you think? Of, what do you think? The, what do you think of the late? <laughs> I mean, I well, know what you think of it. So so
1: so just to be, I think we didn't have this information last time we did the podcast but uh joe manchin said that he needed to see what the economic impact of the new framework yeah. for the uh mm-hmm. r- what's the word with the r hmm? what's the thing that they do to they get the with oh
0: Wait, what? Reconciliation. <laughs> Reconciliation. I was he, very he confused, sorry. He
1: needed to sorry. see what the, the economic impact would be before he would commit to voting on it. So we have to wait for a CBO analysis, Yeah. Uh,
0: there were also, um, like, Josh Gottheimer and those fuckers also said stuff like, stuff uh-huh. like that. Knowing so, knowing full well that after it passes the House, it could go to the Senate and change. Yep. So, like, let's delay this for fucking nothing.
1: God. Yep. So... Exactly. Delaying it, not throwing their support behind it. That was right before the election that he said that Mm -hmm. also. Um, There's zero reason to expect that he will agree to even this very big. uh, What's the word I'm looking for? (laughs) I can't think of words. I've I've had three seltzers. I'm really in it. Oh, shit! Um. she's deep. (laughs) She's deep. Well, we we already gave up half of the bill. Yep, is is what I'm saying. We already gave up half, mm-hmm. and
0: he's like, eh, I don't know. He's like, I don't know, man. We might need to cut deeper. Exactly. And and Democrats are trying to add more stuff to it now. Like after yeah. the loss, they're like, you know what? Maybe we should throw that fucking paid family leave in there, or maybe we should. Now this is before the loss. They're like, maybe we should, uh, still try to do the negotiation for drug prices. Mm-hmm. Like that. Like these are things that are just no brainers to everyone except for two fucking assholes in the Senate. And a handful of assholes in the house that will still vote for it if it goes up. Mm-hmm. It is. It is just so. What do you? How? So. So I'm honestly at this point.
1: I don't think it's going to pass.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think we're getting any reconciliation bill on this. Mm. And if we if we do, it'll be a very very small one.
0: But with. with Let's be clear. Even at let's let let's just be clear about so, something. Let's be clear about something. Even even what it was stripped down to now, this would still be a bigger bill than has, that absolutely. has been passed in like American hit like absolutely. literally literally the 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 stripped down version of this is bigger than anything Obama passed in in his eight years in office. That's just gonna be true if it goes through.
1: I don't. I don't. That I. I don't know if it's quite the same as it's true the expansion of medicaid and and uh, formation of the federal marketplace i don't know if that i don't know i don't know if i agree with that but i, I think financially that might be true but i think that's a very very major impact policy wise, shift. what do you impact wise impact child- wise millions i millions and millions of people were able to get health insurance coverage for the first time because of Obamacare.
0: The, bi- the bill in its current framework would expand that so more sure. people would be able to get uh, health insurance. It also would uh, allow for people to get affordable health care, sorry, affordable child care, well in the sense that they like, child care would be capped at 7% of your income. Um, like There has numerous climate initiatives that, like, mm-hmm. that are... And those
1: are very important. For right,
0: because sure. our planet's fucking done. Yeah. Like, I, I do, uh, look, I love <laughs> Obama as much as the, the next fucking guy, but I do, I do have to, like, this would be, this would be a major bill. It would be incredibly Absolutely. major, even in the- I'm even not
1: disagreeing the... with that. I'm just saying I don't know if it's bigger than the Affordable Care Act. I, yeah. Um, But it's, I, <laughs> I don't think the bill that, the stripped down bill is what we're getting. Because I think now that there is no more leverage for mm-hmm. the infrastructure bill, I just, I have- I don't believe that Mansion and Cinema are going to make any compromises at this point. So, yeah. I mean, we'll see, but I <laughs> am extremely pessimistic about it. I think we just gave up. I think we just gave up. And for such a stupid reason, because if you're going to do this, do it before the election, so yeah. there's good news that might sway the election. Yep. Instead, we're doing it right after an election, so it will have zero impact it'll on the zero, next election. It'll have
0: zero impact because people people will either a not care that it like either a not care, b not remember, or c go you only did it because you lost an election. Yeah. Right. Like there's no, like this was a real no win situation for it to happen directly after at that point. It's like, well, keep negotiating on build back better and you'll get your shit when you get your shit. Like, like I, I do think that these, it was all
1: about, it was all about changing the narrative for the, Mm -hmm. which for why, what reason?
0: Yeah. I, I, because (laughs) I I do think that like, if like, again, I'm, I'm with you 100% where I think that both of these bills are quite important. I think I, I'm not, you know, I'm not poo pooing the uh, infrastructure bill. I think that's some pretty important. Too. I think it's
1: important, but it's not as important as what's in the reconciliation. I, bill. I
0: agree. That's not what I'm saying. I, yeah. I, I, what I'm saying is I think that both bills. I'm were, just clarifying. No, no, under, understandable. Completely. I think that both bills are quite important. I think that it would be it would have been uh, a major event for you to do it like two weeks before the election and then just fucking run on that, right? Yeah. Run on good shit that Democrats have done. Like, like it's hard to run on like. And, and again, there have been numerous. There have been good things that happened within this administration mm-hmm. uh, thus far, but it's it's a lot of it happened early on yes. and yep. we're still dealing with the pandemic and people's and
1: memories are short.
0: People's memories are short. So they don't remember. And it's like fucking the most recent thing we remember, the most recent major event we remember is the pullout of Af- Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. So like, or just
1: Democrat infighting
0: or democratic infighting and resulting
1: in stuff not getting Doing done fucking nothing. for a month. <laughs> so, so, which yeah. is great for it, an election. Yeah.
0: Great. Do you think, how, how much do you think uh, those, those bills being just sitting there, not being like, you know, the infighting. How much do you think that really affected? Um,
1: I re- I really think that if they had been passed, it would have had a very big impact, positive.
0: How, I don't know necessarily than them out. not. Like, do, like like how Honestly, far out do they yeah. need to be?
1: I I think at any point since they've been proposed, it would have been good. It would because it's money in a lot of people's pockets mm-hmm. directly. Yeah. So I. I don't necessarily know that them not getting passed contributed that much negativity, but we lost out on a lot of positivity. Yeah. Let's, is how I feel about it.
0: Let's go back to uh, 2022, right? We, 2021's, yeah. 2021 happened. It was bad <laughs> it happened. Uh, I already
1: told you my strategy for 2022. It's for Biden to make us feel the pain of student loan debt. Thank then you. And us right
0: before. Like dies. literally. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> you did say that. You're right. Make, make us feel that pain. And then like right before, give us that, give us that. No, I, I, I do think that, I do think that one thing that's super important is for Democrats to fucking get stuff done. Yeah. I think that it's important Absolutely. for Democrats to get stuff done. I, I, I like, it's hard to argue that you should be the governing the governing party when you're not governing. Like, mm-hmm. like, and I and I, I I say that knowing that this is literally at the feet of like two yeah. two senators and like a handful of house members, and then maybe some senate like there are senators that are hiding behind these two senators for sure. That is true, mm-hmm. but. If these two senators fucking locked in and, and got on board, the other senators would fall fo- would like like would follow. They're yeah, they're they're cowards. Sure. They they don't have the they don't have the wherewithal to be the face of of um, obstruction. Mm-hmm. Joe Manchin loves it. He loves this limelight. He loves being the face of obstruction. <laughs> and obviously, Kirsten Sinema loves like you said being a fucking troll and getting on our nerves. Yep. <laughs> so, but these 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 cats that are behind them, they're not. They're they're scared and they they would not want to be the face. Yeah,
1: I agree completely. Mm-hmm. And and then that's we- why I don't even like they suck, but I don't even care about them mm-hmm. because they would not do this on their own. No,
0: they don't have the ca- they don't have the they don't have the uh, the ability to do this on their own. Confidence. You, you
1: really think the senator from Delaware would hold up anything if <laughs> if he Carper was the one doing or, it? The I don't
0: remember or Chris Coons.
1: Coons. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden calls him. He folds in a second.
0: Come yeah. On. Yeah. Like yeah, for sure. Um, oh, I'm so. St- I literally looked it up to make sure I got it right. I got both those fucking those mm. motherfuckers right. I got Carper and Coons, baby. Um, no, I, I think that I think that that's right. And I think I, I think that one of the things that like you know, getting things passed are going to be important. Also, Democrats that are running, you have to have a vision, and you have to, you know, clearly. Delineate that vision yeah. to voters that, and and have that vision not include anything about Donald Trump unless he's actually out on the campaign trail. Yeah. Like, like I understand. Like, here's the problem: we it's, have
1: so many positive things that we mm-hmm, stand
0: for. Mm-hmm.
1: It ain't that hard.
0: I think that it's. I do think that. Like, like I'm not against talking about Donald Trump because I do think it's important for for he is he is coming back. Like, he's not <laughs> he's not dead. He's uh, coming back. Kill me. <laughs> kill me. <laughs> Calm down, Smurf. Yeah. He is coming back. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> um, he is coming back, so I do think it's important to understand the threat of of a Donald Trump presidency, or even even a threat of like this Donald Trump shadow government that'll be in there with like fucking um these these Republicans that are that are like if they control the government, they're still gonna be taking their cues from uh, Donald Trump. It's it's important to to mention that, but it's also important to run on something mm-hmm. that and something that isn't. We need to beat Trump. Trump bad. Um, you know, we got to stop Trump. Like, let's run on, let's run on shit we would actually want to do. And I, I think that you have some people that are, firstly, I'm, I'm on board on any campaign that says they're getting rid of the filibuster. I am automatically like, my ears perk up and I will listen to you. <laughs> like, I think that they're, you know, talk about what you are, what you plan on doing that are, that is going to make our lives better. Our, like, help, pa- like, help pass a progressive agenda. I think that those things are important. And, I definitely think that it's important that like, you know, push by like, like if you're, if you're a Democrat running and you're like, I like, I think that Biden has done good on some things, but we need to keep pushing him to do good on other things. IE student loan debt, like fucking run as someone who is like, I am going to not only support the president on policies that I agree with, but push the president towards policies that he should agree with. Like, that's what we need. We can't have this like toast fucking uh, running scared of Donald Trump's sh- situation that we've that we've been having because that's not you know that we've we've seen unless you're actually running against the man, it's not necessarily going to win you. It's not necessarily gonna, you're not necessarily going to win uh, seats by doing that. Mm. And this is critically important. We don't have seats to lose. We're also going to be dealing with redistric- redistricting. We're also going to be dealing with uh, these shitty voter laws like. We don't have we don't have a margin of error right now. No. So these candidates that come out and run need to make sure that they're coming out and running on something, not just running against uh, the previous president. Yeah. That's my take. I
1: think that's <laughs> very very accurate.
0: And if all else fails, so good.
1: People think
0: critically. Stop. <laughs> Stop falling stop for falling culture for bullshit. or bullshit. We like stop it. so many people in Virginia fell for they're teaching critical race theory to my wasn't there the fucking like the hearing where this person come like this woman comes in and says, My child came home and told me that he was bad for being a white boy.
1: <laughs> it's like I saw that a million variations of that it's
0: just like one no one no teacher is teaching the teaching children that at all (laughs) none you're lying but people keep falling for that bullshit and it's like stop it like Mm -hmm. stop it this is this is it's and it's difficult to like that that's a whole other conversation of like how you stop people from falling into that trap Yeah. Um, But there ain't
1: nothing you can do. There
0: isn't really much because like literally it's like you have to look inward and understand that like. (laughs) And like once you say that people are like we're fucking done listening to you. (laughs) Mm. But yeah. We'll end it on if all else fails. Spend $153 mostly on Dunkin' Donuts and you you might unseat a fucking the president of the we'll Senate of the. You literally
1: your state. only work for Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> Never would work for Democrats.
0: Oh my goodness. Oh. That's all we got for today. Um, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Please like us on the Facebook page and um, you know, please leave a review on Spotify or Apple Music. Sorry, Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to the podcast. Um, we will be back next week. We're doing it. We're doing good on doing episodes. We're doing good. I don't think yeah. we, have, any, we don't have anything going on next week. Yeah, we do. <laughs> well, we'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening. and Until next time, cheers. Cheers.